You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining me today. And um, uh, I've just noticed a theme in my day, day uh, Bible reading that I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about sacrifice. And of course, this is a subject that we don't hear a whole lot about in the church today because basically modern Christianity has uh, taken away the, the concept of sacrifice in being a Christian. But scripture is very, very plain about this. You cannot serve God effectively and have a vibrant relationship with the Lord <clears throat> without sacrifice. And uh, I, I picked this verse because it's such a great one. This is in Romans chapter 12 and verse 11. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. The only reason that you and I are saved today is because God practiced sacrifice. And uh, the Bible, Paul talks about this so much that, that Christ <clears throat> became our sacrifice. And we're, man, we're talking about 100%. Uh, he literally gave his life as a sacrifice for you and I. And so when <clears throat> the writer here in Romans is writing, he said, I'm imploring you to present yourselves as a living sacrifice, your bodies as a living sacrifice. So the first thing that God is making clear to us that God does not expect us to kill ourselves as an offering into the Lord. That's not what he wants. Uh, the sacrifice, the Old Testament sacrificial system has been fulfilled. And, and I wanna be really clear about this. There will never ever again be sacrifice of animals implemented back into the kingdom of God for sins. Jesus, the Bible says, once and for all, offered himself as that sacrifice. And so I wanna, I wanna bring it around. Jesus sits in the right hand of the Father because he has finished fulfilling Old Testament law. But when Paul is writing to you and I, he said, we are to present ourselves as a living sacrifice unto God. Paul said this, he said, I die daily. Uh, there are a lot of different sacrifices in, in Leviticus, but the main one was called the burnt offering or the burnt sacrifice. This was representative of a person coming voluntarily to God and offering an animal sacrifice, but it represented entire self-surrender to the Lord. The issue that we have today in the church is we have all of these people who wanna be Christians, but they don't wanna to have to pay the price. And God requires this of us. And this is why Paul said, you have to become a living sacrifice. And so, um, you know, I was thinking of David, he said, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. When you become a living sacrifice to God, 
24 hours a day, you're offering yourself unto the Lord. And, and there are a lot of different sacrifices that we give to God. Um, I remember as a boy, my uncle was a missionary in the Philippines, and he came back, and of course, he gave us a presentation of, of what they were doing over there, and they were, they were cutting themselves, and they were beating themselves with whips and bleeding and all of that, trying to make atonement for their sins. That's not what God is asking from us. There's, it's not the physical pain. This is why by his stripes we are healed. God wants things that are important to us. He wants us to offer them to him. And when you read the scripture, it talks about the sacrifice of praise, talks about the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Um, it talks about the sacrifice of time. This is a big one. People, there's lots of people who would rather give money to the Lord because they want their own time. But you have to give time to God. This is why you have, you have a prayer life. It requires you giving time. It's a sacrifice. There's a scripture talks about the sacrifice of joy. Another one talks about the sacrifice of righteousness. Being righteous requires a sacrifice. Um, <clears throat> Giving our money to God is a sacrifice. So these are things, God wants us to offer him something that means something to us. In Malachi, he said, you offer me the lame, the blind, um, the, the sick as a sacrifice. He said, that's evil. He said, go offer that to the governor and see if he'll accept you. And so when we bring something to God, God already understands how to value that. He can evaluate immediately what we're offering to him, and it has to be good. It has to be the best. Um, I remember in the Old Testament when David was getting ready to offer, uh, he needed a place uh, to offer the sacrifice and he said this, he said, because <clears throat> uh, the man offered him the threshing floor, the instruments, the, the oxen, all of it. And he said, I'm just going to give it to you. And David said, no. He said, I will not offer to God that which costs me nothing. And I think this is something that's difficult for Christians to get around is Serving God is going to cost you something. God is going to require you to give to him things that are valuable to us. <clears throat> and uh, years ago, I was seeking the Lord, and God really dropped this in my spirit. When you give God something that is significant to you, it's valuable to you, then God in return is going to give back to you something that is significant to him. And what is significant to God is much greater than what is, what is significant to us. And um, only the very best that we have is what God wants. That's the only thing that qualifies 
as a sacrifice. You know, if people want to give God garbage time for prayer, that's not a sacrifice. You know, well, you know, when I get home, I want to be able to relax. So um, I'll give God some time while I'm driving in my car or, or, or whatever. Make God a priority. When, um, when you come to the Lord, I, I love this verse. This is in uh, 1 Samuel. Um, see if I have it marked here. This is in 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 22. And this is where Samuel had been talking to Saul. And see, Saul saved all of the, the animals he didn't do it because he needed animals or sacrifice. He, he saw value in all of that and he wanted it. And so, you know, Samuel is talking and he says, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. This is part of the verse I love. He says, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. Um, one of the hardest things for us to give to God is our will. Is people will give God things as a substitute for really giving him uh, their will. And... Um, David said this, he said, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou will not despise. And he's writing this um, after his sin with Bathsheba has been exposed by the prophet. And he said, what is greater than the sacrifices that in his day, they would have offered to the Lord an animal, whatever. He said, I'm understanding. He said, what God really values is when my will is broken and my heart is pliable. And I come to the Lord, he said, a broken heart and a contrite spirit. He said, oh God, thou will not despise. And, uh, you know, I don't think that it's, God doesn't need money and in eternity time will be no more. But God asks for these things because he knows <clears throat> that we value them. And in the Old Testament, the Lord said this, he said, remember when he went with the whip and he cleanses the temple and he said, my house should be called a house of prayer, but you've made it a den of thieves. And Jesus never actually went into, into the temple. He, he went into the outer court. And the outer court was reserved for the Gentiles. It's where they came in. This is why in Revelation, he said, don't measure the outer court because the Gentiles will trample it. The outer court was where Gentiles could come who want to accept Christ or accept God in the Old Testament and offer a sacrifice. And what had happened was the Jewish leaders, the priests had taken over that area and set up um, 
tables for the temple money to be exchanged. If somebody came in with regular money, they said, we can't accept that. And they would use a, an extreme rate of interest to convert it to temple money. And they would tell them what you're bringing as an animal is not acceptable and we'll give you one that is. And they would take that animal in the back and they'd bring it back out and then sell it to somebody else. And the Lord said, you have turned this into a den of thieves the sacrificial system. And he was saying that when we don't give God our very best, then we begin to steal from him. Because Paul said it's, it's a requirement that you have to give yourselves unto God as a living sacrifice. I, I know a lot of people that call themselves Christians and they're happy but they don't go to church on a regular basis. They don't have a prayer life. They don't read their Bible. Um, there's really nothing in their life that costs them to be called a Christian. Well, you know, <clears throat> in a perfect world, yeah, that'd be great. We don't ever have to pray, we don't have to fast, we don't have to go to church, we don't have to tithe. Um, but that's not how God set it up. He said, I was the sacrifice. And he said, I'm going to require you to give me things that are valuable to you. I'm going to require you to give me time that you want to use on things that you like. I want money that you will spend on things that you want. I want <clears throat> you to be able to give me the sacrifice of forgiveness, the sacrifice of praise. Um, that means that there are times that when there seems to be no reason to praise God, that you come to the Lord, you say, God, I want to praise you anyway. I want to praise you for who you are. And, and you begin to release something that is painful, perhaps, the, the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And so I, I want to encourage you in the Lord. If you want great uh, relationship with the Lord, if you want a powerful walk with God, it only comes out of the level of sacrifice that you are willing to give to the Lord. And God says, be careful that you don't offer me things that really don't mean anything to you. That's why in Malachi, he said, you give me, you're lame, you're blind, uh, you're, you're sick because you don't value them. So you're holding on to what's valuable to you and you're gonna give me that. God said, no. He said, you keep that and you give me the best that you have. I have found in my life that if I will give God my very best all of the time, God, hallelujah, will give me his very best all of the time. And in those seasons where we go through life and it's painful, God will be there. So today, my challenge to you this season is give God you. Give God your heart. Give God uh, your will, your strength. Just tell the Lord that I'm offering myself up to you. That's what Paul said. Well, I hope this has uh, been an encouragement, a challenge to you. 
I'll see you next week. God bless you. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org.